Hi, welcome to the Hope with Ruth podcast. I'm Ruth Clements, and this podcast is a space to listen to hope-filled stories, faith-fueled thoughts and reflections, and practical suggestions for having hope in times of hopelessness. Welcome to another episode of the Hope with Ruth podcast. You're listening to episode six of season two, where I have been exploring some of the questions we may ask or face during painful times of suffering. Today's episode asks, who really cares and knows what I'm going through? At the core of who we are, we seek acceptance and love from others. In the world, we talk about human dignity and value. And when we are going through painful times, we long for relief, comfort and peace. Suffering can be very isolating. We can begin to feel alone in this walk, even though we may may be surrounded by friends and family. Or maybe we don't have anyone around us at all. It's those times when we are by ourselves, alone with our thoughts, worries and fears that fill our minds, that we may ask searching questions. Does anybody care? Can anyone understand the depths of my pain and anguish? We may seek God and ask, are you there? Are you even listening? Are you even real? These soul-searching questions come from the deepest part of who we are and they are extremely relational. We were created to be in relationship with our creator. God made us and breathed life into us. Our relational God knows what it is to relate because he is relational. God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit have been relating to one another in a beautiful way, forever. They have always been in relationship. Evangelist speaker and author Glenn Scrivener says, In the beginning there was light and life and love. There was a father loving his son in the joy of the Holy Spirit, and everything was coming from light and love, and out of this has come a world that is destined to share in light and love. But you know that this world is not like that, and I know that this world is not like that. I look around and I see darkness and death and disconnection. Where does that come from? Well, we've turned from the light, and where else do you go when you've turned from the light but darkness? When you've turned from love, where else do you go but disconnection? When you've turned from life, where else do you go but death? This is the kind of world we live in. But when love sees the beloved in trouble, he says, Your pit will be my pit, your plight will be my plight, your depths will be my depths, your darkness will be my darkness, your death will be my death. Jesus' love come down, the Son of the Father comes and becomes our brother to be with us in the darkness, to take that darkness on himself on the cross, to take that disconnection on himself, even to take that death, which we all deserve for turning from God, plunged it down into the hell that it deserves, and he rose up again to light and life and love, and he says, you in the darkness, do you want my light? You in death, do you want my life? You in disconnection, do you want my love? Anyone who simply says yes to Jesus, we get Jesus in our life. We get his father as our father. We get his spirit as our spirit. We get his future as our future. So that was Glenn Scrivener. And do check out his ministry, Speak Life. So go into Google, type in Speak Life. And Glenn does some amazing resources, uh, videos especially, and a podcast and all sorts. And uh, we had the pleasure of hearing him speak in Cardiff earlier this year and I can't recommend uh, yeah what they're doing enough at Speak Life but those were his words not mine but he's, he's a man of amazing words an amazing writer and speaker so definitely check out his work but for following on from that 
I'll say that God is relational and he came down into our painful, decaying world and he died for us. His sacrifice for our sin on the cross opened up the way back to being able to come before God. As we repent and put our faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross for us, we can confidently come before the Father who loves us so much that he had a plan to rescue us from the beginning. With all of this being said, I have come before God in my pain and longed to be comforted by him in a particular way, at a particular time, and felt disappointed that I did not experience God's peace and presence in the way I had imagined. In those difficult days, I would remind myself of the truths of what I know about God from the Bible. The truth is that God was with me. He would never leave me. He loved me enough to die for me, even when I was his enemy. He hears my prayer. He formed me in my mother's womb, and he can be trusted. There are other times when I just cried out to God or stepped out in faith to do something, and I know that his grace was sufficient in that time, and he met my need in the moment. What I need most is him. It's that relationship with my Heavenly Father, who I can know because of Jesus. He gives me his spirit, which is at work in my life as I go through life, in times of pain and times of rejoicing. Our heartfelt cries to God are prayers. Prayers to be heard. Prayers for comfort. Prayers for mercy. We so often petition God with our requests, but prayer is also two-way. It's a two-way conversation. Sometimes there might be periods of silence or waiting for answers that don't seem to come. But we know that God is not a distant deity or unloving or uninterested. He is a God who does not need to prove himself, but he is compassionate, loving, merciful, just and more. He proved that through Christ. If we want to know what God is like, we come to Jesus who is the exact representation of the Father. Jesus was fully man so he knew what it was like to suffer like we do. But he was fully God, in that he never sinned. He fulfilled the prophecies made about him in the Old Testament perfectly. We can know God today and grow in the knowledge and grace he gives us. Spending time in prayer, having conversation with God, is, I am discovering, so vitally important in having a relationship with God. Listening for his voice. We can listen to him as we're in the word, in the Bible and as we take time to be still from this busy world. We see Jesus modelling prayer as he would go off somewhere by himself to pray to his Father. He did this regularly and showed us how to come before God in prayer. We also know more about God and also about ourselves, others and our world by reading the Bible. We see God's faithfulness, his compassion, his justice, his patience, his love, his mercy and more throughout its pages, which gives us a deeper understanding of who he is his consistent and changing character, even in painful times. We see a God who created people in his image, who knits together a baby inside the mother's womb, who gently leads and protects his people like a shepherd. He is an ever-present help in times of trouble. We see a God who is holy and pure, who hates sin and evil. And we also see this same God come into our world and paying the ultimate price for our sin, which is death. We see Jesus laying down his life and taking up a crown of thorns so that one day we may have a crown of righteousness and eternal life made possible only because of God's free gift of grace to us. Our freedom cost Jesus his life, but death could not hold him and the power of God raised him. Whatever you're going through right now, have you come to Jesus? He is the living God and the mediator between God the Father and us. 
That means because his blood washed away our sin, we can come spotless before God if we repent and trust in Christ's finished work on the cross. God sees his son Jesus, whom he loves, when he looks upon sinners who truly turn to him. If you're wondering which God to pray to, there is only one God who is relational, who cares deeply about you enough to come into this messy world and die for you, and who continues to pray for you as you live your life trusting him. He is alive, he hears your heartfelt cries, and he will not abandon you in your time of trial. Come to him today, call out to Jesus, maybe for the first time, or maybe for a hundred times. He hears you. I will end with Psalm 8, which declares the power of God in all creation, and how he still considers and cares for people. It is also worth remembering that God also took on human flesh and walked amongst us as we're reflecting on this passage. So let's reflect on it now. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honour. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! As I've talked about God being relational and how we can pray to the living God we see in the pages of the Bible and whose glory is displayed throughout the earth, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come to you today because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Father, forgive us for the times when we sin and fall short, and we all fall short, Lord. There is none who does good. But yet you are good and you are loving and merciful and kind. And we thank you, Lord, that you stepped into our messy world and that you wanted a relationship with us, that you brought us back to you by your precious blood on the cross that covers our sin. Lord, there's nothing that we can do ourselves. We're helpless in our sin. We're dead in sin without you. But Lord, you raise us up. Lord, you make us alive. You make us new creatures when we trust in you. And I thank you, Lord, that you are never far from us, that any sinner who truly repents and turns to you can have eternal life with you and know you now. And Lord, for anyone who is struggling in particular sorrows, I pray, Lord, that they will know your comfort and your peace and that they will turn to you, not blame you, Lord, but just listen and wait for you knowing that you are a God to be trusted, a God from beginning to end, who is always there. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for all that you have done for us and I continue to do for us, that you pray for us, that you watch over us, that you are the good shepherd. And I thank you, Lord, that you send your spirit to be in us, that we do not walk this difficult road alone and that you say that in this world we will have trouble, but to take heart because you have overcome the world. So I thank you, Lord, that you have overcome by your death on the cross and your resurrection. And I thank you that you will come again. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. 
do come back next Wednesday for the final episode, the seventh episode in this series, Q&A in Painful Times. If you like listening to this podcast, please tell someone about it. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it too. Let's bring hope to these times of hopelessness for there is a living hope as we've explored today in the real true living God. Do visit ruthclemens.com for more hope-filled content and to get in touch. Until next time, take care and God bless.